Have you been taught that taking care of yourself is somehow a little bit selfish? Okay, well, join the club. But the thing is, it's not at all. It's selfful. And it's the most compassionate, kind thing you can do for anybody around you. Hi, I'm Lisa M.K. Ling, and welcome to One Small Thing. So this is definitely the one small thing you can do to level up your life and level up how you feel and level up the lives of everybody around you, it, which is take care of yourself. And this is one of the steps. It's the third step in the flow method. So right now I'm lying on a picnic bench in a park near our house, my favorite park. I've put a yoga mat down on the top of the bench and I just finished having a workout here. You can probably hear like squirrels and birds and stuff around me. Um, and I'm staring up at the trees. It's one of my favorite things to do is to lie down on the ground and look up through the trees, through the foliage at the sky with the sunlight kind of drifting down through and it's just illuminating all the leaves and so you see all the different shades of green from dark green at the top to depending on how the light hits it to a very light um, bamboo green and you can hear the sounds of the crows cawing and little birds chirping squirrels rustling in the underbrush and it's just really peaceful um, great way to stretch and cool down staring up at the trees and I can do all of my lying down stretches on top of the picnic bench it's fantastic so I came here to have a workout because that's one of my ways that I take care of myself and I've learned over time that not taking care of myself does not help anyone and I really want to talk about this because I've seen this over and over and over again especially amongst women but even with everybody but somehow you know when you have a family taking care of yourself kind of falls to the bottom of the list because you're taking care of everybody else you know when you have children you're literally responsible for their life for their well-being you have to care for them the moment they cry you you tend to them you feed them bathe them wash them put them to sleep everything and all of that comes before you somehow and and then that pattern just kind of continues as they grow up and pretty soon you find that everything comes before you not just the kids but also the house also the pets also all the jobs I don't quite know exactly how this happens but it does happen I don't think I've met a single woman a single person who you know kind of hasn't fallen to the bottom of their list at some point until it gets to the point where it's just not sustainable anymore you either get very upset or very exhausted or very sick or very depressed you know one of those and that is a sign that something is not working something is not right and it's a sign to get to take care of yourself again it's a sign to change things up it's a sign to climb back up to the top of your list yes the very top of your list 
Uh-huh. I said it. Even if you have kids, you come before your kids. Some people might think that's like sacrilegious to say that, but it is so true. It's kind of like the oxygen mask in the airplane. You put yours on before you put anyone else's on because if you kick the bucket, you can't help nobody with nothing. So, you've got to take care of yourself. And this is where I want to talk about the difference between selfish and selfless. Selfish is when you take care of yourself to the detriment of somebody else. So, you know, maybe you there's one piece of food left and you grab it and then the person goes hungry. Yeah, maybe that's selfish. But then the opposite of that is selfless. You take care of everyone else to the detriment of yourself. And we kind of swing from one extreme to the other, but there is a place in the middle that combines it's a middle ground between these two extremes. It's called self-full. Self-full. It means you're taking care of yourself filling up yourself, filling up your tank, self full with love, with light. Not with ego. <laughs> That's not the kind of self full I'm talking about. You're filling up yourself full with love and light. And it's not to the detriment of anyone. So that means that you find the right times to take care of yourself in the right ways with the right circumstances, right? There's certain times that are better than others. You might not want, want to do it like right at a particular time when, when your kids need you or when there's some like a crunch and you're needed at that moment. Um, you might want to schedule at a different time. But then there's also times when you're at a crunch and you need to take a block of time away and other people can support you. It's a two-way street. It's not a one-way street. Motherhood, parenthood, lifehood. <laughs> It's, it's a two-way street. So you take care of others. Others take care of you. And you get into a symbiotic relationship where everybody's helping each other. It's not just you pouring everything out that you've got for everybody else because somehow that's your job to carry everybody's emotions and to give everybody love. It's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. And I used to think, I used to think it was a one-way street. I used to think it was my job to carry everybody's emotions and to fill up everyone up with love because I wasn't earning money at that time. And I had, I put that as my job that I needed to do that role in that way because I wasn't earning money. And that is just so... It was detrimental to me. It was detrimental to my family. It did not lead to a good place. And by the way, if you are a stay-at-home mom, look up the value of stay-at-home mom. Like, I'm just, just adding up all the different things that you do in a day, the different tasks. If you had to hire somebody for all that thing, all the driving, all the cooking, all the cleaning, all of the strategizing, all the planning, all the repairs, all of the uh, caregiving, all of the tending, everything. It's like over $100,000 a year. It's like 
just that. That's not even just, you know, the love. So, yeah, you know, if you... And the reason I say this is because our society is so obsessed with money and that money is what gives things value. And, and so we have to break that kind of thinking. And um, value does not necessarily come from achievement. It doesn't come from money. It comes from just being a living, breathing being on the planet. That's where your self-worth comes from. Just staring up into the trees, being a living, breathing being on the planet. That's where all your self-worth comes from. That's worth a deep breath in. <laughs> Let's take a few deep breaths on that. Breathe in through your nose. Breathe out through your mouth. And just let that idea settle in your brain, in your body, in your heart. My self-worth doesn't come from what I achieve. It doesn't come from what I do. It just comes from being. It just comes from who I am, a person, a soul in a body, alive on the planet. Wow. Okay, so if you have all that self in you already and you don't need to earn it, and you don't need to do anything to earn it, then the thing is like, how do you want to express it? It's a very different thing to do what you do, feeling full, self-full, than to do what you do to try to become self-full. One is you're, you're already perfect, whole, and complete. You can be happy and put your joy into what you do and spread love around the world and around your home and around your life. The other, you're chasing. You're chasing to get love. You're chasing to feel good. You're chasing the thing to do to try to give you the feeling, which is actually backwards. We do that all the time. I did that for decades until I learned another way. You can flip it around. Decide the feeling you want to have. Breathe it in. Create it in your body, mind, spirit with the tools that are available, including some of the tools you've learned in this podcast series. And then from that place of feeling good, feeling better, even if it's just neutral, you just want to feel neutral then do what you want to do from that place. A lot more good is going to come from it. A lot more good. No good can come from doing something with a bad feeling because the energetic foundation of it is negative. You can't get a positive result from a negative energy. It's not possible. It's not a vibrational match. So the best thing to do is stop whatever you're doing and raise your vibration until you feel better and then continue doing. It's much, much more effective. Just saying. I tried it the other way, trust me, for a long time. I banged my head on the wall for a long, long, long time until I realized, oh, there's a door. I can just walk through the door. I don't need to bang my head on the wall. <laughs>
So now I would love to share that with you. So you don't need to bang your head on the wall. Another deep breath. Stop banging your head on the wall. Pause, breathe, and make time to feel good. Make time to take care of yourself. Make time to lift your own vibration. And from that place of feeling good, of feeling the love within, do whatever it is you're going to do. It'll flow a lot more smoothly. There'll be much better results long term. And everything will just be easier, more enjoyable, and effortless. And who wouldn't want that? So, so no, it's not selfish to take care of yourself. Not at all. It's self-full. Fill yourself with love and light. Fill your tank full. And give the overflow to everybody else. But fill your tank first. <laughs>